Walking the Talk and getting experts to collaborate on cybersecurity. And lawmakers unveil legislation to safeguard the U.S. electoral system from cyber mischief. These stories coming up in the ISMG Security Report. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro. Sam Visner likes to think big. Think the Manhattan Project and the moonshot. Visner is a former chief of signal intelligence at the National Security Agency, and until October, he served as vice president and general manager for cybersecurity at the business consultancy IFC International. He's been a longtime advocate for experts from a variety of fields and organizations to collaborate on identifying and developing cybersecurity solutions. A couple years ago, Visner was exploring the use of information security analysis organizations, known as ISALs, to facilitate such collaboration. In a conversation we had then, he cited the Manhattan Project as inspiration for cybersecurity research collaborators. The Manhattan Project was the United States' super-secret program during World War II that developed the atomic bomb. It's an extraordinary American advantage. Our ability when we when we want to, when we're inclined to collaborate and build collaborative uh, structures and collaborative solutions. I mean, during the Second World War, the Manhattan Project brought together under very strict security guidelines too, a very wide-ranging community of, of people in a broad variety, in a broad range of disciplines. If we can build the right collaborative structures, this is a real force multiplier for us. In late October, Visner became director of the National Cybersecurity Federally Funded Research and Development Center, or NCF. Overseen by the Mudder Corporation, NCF supports the National Institute of Standards and Technologies National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence. The center brings together experts from industry, government, and academia to demonstrate integrated cybersecurity that's cost-effective, repeatable, and scalable. In his new job, Visner is in a position to walk the talk in getting experts to collaborate to build cybersecurity into products and other wares in this era of the Internet of Things. We are pursuing what we consider to be a cybersecurity moonshot around developing enterprise-level cybersecurity architectures that can protect such complex IT environments. What are NCF's objectives under Visner? We have a goal of working with the companies whose products are important to us, whether they're in power plants or hospitals or banks or automobiles, to find application for practical technologies that improve the cybersecurity of those products. So we're working on behalf of the National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence with the Coast Guard to develop better standards for the cybersecurity of maritime traffic. And we're working with the medical industry to look at the cybersecurity of medical devices such as infusion pumps because these devices are now hooked to a hospital's IT system, giving you a supply chain essentially, you know, all the way to a patient's record, through the pharmacy that dispenses the drug, through the device that actually delivers the drug into the patient. So you can imagine that the cybersecurity of all of these systems is very important. So broadly speaking, there is a framework for cybersecurity and making sure that best practices and technologies that are available and practical and affordable support that framework, that is what we're trying to do right now. To clarify, so you will go to a specific medical device manufacturer and work with them to assure their cybersecurity of their devices, or are you talking about more general standards that any device manufacturer? The example you gave is almost correct. Instead, what we will do is we'll say to as many of these manufacturers as we can, 
we would like to work on improving the cybersecurity of medical devices. We have a laboratory available in which you can bring those devices, work collaboratively with us and with each other to examine, you know, determine are there vulnerabilities, how can these vulnerabilities be mitigated. Then it's up to you to take these lessons learned and to infuse them into your product. So your product is, of course, proprietary to you, but the research to improve the technology for all of these products is something that you can do together. That's the model that we use. And we try to do this with as broad a footprint in the industry of companies that produce a specific technology. So we're looking at home security systems. We've kicked off a project on connected automobiles, and we have this very active project right now on medical device and, and the medical device with which we're working initially are the infusion pumps that people see, you know, in, in hospitals that actually deliver medication to, uh, to patients. So we try to bring in a broad footprint from industry, not just one company if we can, because the idea is that although the products may differ, a lot of the technology is the same and that they're facing a lot of the same challenges associated with vulnerabilities in those technologies. They'll then have to apply that, what they learn, to their specific product. That's, that's up to them to do. Visner promises absolute transparency in the collaborative approach. We want our academic affiliates, we want our industrial partners to know exactly what we're doing. If we detect a vulnerability, we want the product manufacturer to know about it uh, right away. If there is a best practice that can be uh, incorporated in one of the practice guides, we try to get it out there as soon as possible. Our job, in part, is to demystify cybersecurity. This is not the cybersecurity of the intelligence community or the Department of Defense. This is cybersecurity for the rest of the 325 million people who live in this country. When we return after this brief message, you'll hear about legislation introduced in the U.S. Senate aimed at helping states and local governments safeguard the electoral system. If we have a major hack into an election when 42 states haven't upgraded their equipment in 10 years, uh, then it undermines the very democracy uh, that's the foundation of our country. You're listening to the ISMG Security Report on ISMG Radio. ISMG, your number one source for information security news. ISMG's 2018 global events will take place in over 100 cities across four continents. Don't miss the opportunity to meet with over 5,000 senior information security professionals and leading technology vendors from around the world to discuss the most pressing cybersecurity issues we face today. Visit events.ismg.io today. President Donald Trump may not believe that the Russian government used cyber to influence last year's presidential election, but a group of Republican and Democratic senators do. And this past week, they introduced legislation known as the Secure Election Act. The measure's aim is to strengthen America's election cybersecurity and protect against foreign interference in future elections. In the United States, individual states administer federal elections, and the measure reaffirms that. The Secure Election Act ensures the federal government promptly shares election cybersecurity threats and information with state, county, and municipal election agencies. One of the bill's sponsors is Republican Senator James Langford of Oklahoma. Here he is speaking on MSNBC's Morning Joe. 
States run elections, states should continue to run elections, but we've got 12 states that can't audit their election systems right now. It took almost a year for the federal government to be able to contact some of the states that the Russians were trying to probe their system. So we've got to speed up the communication between the federal government and the states. We've got to bolster up the states and what they're doing to make sure they can audit their systems and find a good way to be able to cooperate together or we're going to run into the same thing all over again. The legislation would provide security clearances to appropriate state officials so they can access and act quickly on classified cybersecurity information. Here's another of the bill's sponsors, Minnesota Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar, also appearing on Morning Joe. One of the reasons that they didn't give them this information, this is unbelievable, is that the state election heads don't always have the clearance to get warnings about this information. So one of the things we do in the bill is put forth um, some requirements that they get those security clearances so then they're able to share information in addition to a grant program, which, by the way, amounts to 3% of the cost of one aircraft carrier. When you think of our national security with this cyber war that we're seeing, uh, that will allow states to use the money to upgrade their equipment, get backup paper ballots, um, and really make things safer for all Americans. Because, you know, uh, we can talk about this all we want, but if we have a major hack into an election when 42 states haven't upgraded their equipment in 10 years, uh, then it undermines the very democracy uh, that's the foundation of our country. The bill also would call for the establishment of a panel of independent experts who, through an open process, would develop a set of voluntary cybersecurity guidelines for election-related systems. That's the ISMG Security Report. Our theme is by Ithaca Audio. I'm Eric Chabro. Catch you next time.